0: Bush and Richie here with our little stay at home time podcast. Uh, yesterday's show, I was at home uh, broadcasting from my eldest daughter's bedroom, and Richie was in the studio.
1: It's all changed tonight. Richie now is back at his house as well, as you're about to hear in this show. Uh, yeah, I believe on yesterday's podcast, from my memory, I think there's 45 miles apart. Uh, and we are indeed triangulated today because producer Adem is in his bedroom in Tooting. So it's a, a Tooting, Hertfordshire. Uh, essex triangle that we bring you this podcast from tonight. Oh,
0: we need a name for it. You know that they've got the Bermuda triangle. If, if you can think of a good <laughs> essex hertfordshire Tooting triangle that we can be involved with, with a snappy, catchy name, please get in touch with the show.
1: I noticed that our producer has left his microphone on. You'll hear him have a starring role in tonight's show. Uh, obviously, he's wanting to contribute because he's part of this triangle. Do you have a name for the triangle, producer Adem? No, I'm awful with names. You know this. I'm featured. i feature- We'll get him first. on again soon,
0: yeah? I'm featured. He's first, our name ideas second. vacuum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and no. Wow. The Three Amigo podcast? I don't know. Triangle, you have Come to try, you have a triangle in it.
0: Before we go any further on this, can, can I just say, right, that <laughs> it needs to be known that Richie sat on the floor and Adam sat on the floor. I'm the only one who's got a civilised broadcasting set up here. I'm broadcasting from a corner of my
1: daughter's Welsh dresser, uh, like, clothes cabinet. So I'm getting there. Yeah, Not one you of got, us has got a proper desk. Haven't you got the Chinese restaurant Lucky Cat thing in the corner as well, though? Well,
0: apparently this is this is good luck. I mean, a bird. As you're about to hear, a bird <laughs> goes for a poo on Richie's uh, two-year-old son's head. I've got a lucky cat in here. It's all the all the signs are pointing
1: towards thumbs up. You, know I'm, I mean? you have you have got the best setup. I do feel like I'm at the school assembly. I'm going to try and get a chair for tomorrow. Are you still kneeling, Richie? Uh, I've moved. I've moved to a um, a rather coyish um, uh, sort of knees on the floor kind of thing now because my legs were hurting. Right, so I'm laying down now with the microphone hanging like you, like a ball would on a Christmas tree. There's a there's Just a mental image. <laughs> what a horrible image. Let's get underway with the podcast.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: The
3: Home Time Podcast
1: with Bush and Richie
2: with Tesco Mobile. Every little helps.
0: This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night, and after last night's advice, we've quickly rebranded the show the Stay at Home Time Show with Bush and Richie. Good to have you on board.
1: And both of us at home today. Obviously, Bush was—you uh, were the vanguard yesterday, starting things off for us. Uh, I've joined you this afternoon. Uh, both welcome, welcome to the home. club. Uh, do you know what? I quite like it. Do need to get That's yourself right, a it. chair. I'm um, uh, I'm upstairs in uh, one of the kids' bedrooms, and there's no chair, so I am—I'm kneeled on the floor. It feels a little bit like assembly.
0: Joy, you, know you reminded me, you sent me a little photo of what you are up to earlier on. You look like you are running uh, a CB club. You know when people used to have CBs and chat to truckers?
1: <laughs> Looks like you got that going on it is it is quite similar look there's there's everyone's homework in now and obviously as we discovered on yesterday's show as well so many of you homeschooling and what was lovely about yesterday we were we were getting your ideas of best of practice for uh, uh, lessons that you've done or things that you've done with the kids uh, at home and some of you were just voluntarily sending in pictures uh, of the homeschool classrooms, we'd love to see some today. Um, there was a beautiful one that sticks in my mind. Yesterday, I don't know whether you can remember this one, Bush, of the the outdoor classroom that popped up. Yeah,
0: the guy who uh, meant, and this is what an amazing bit of self sacrifice from a parent. This guy had actually uh, uh, modified his outdoor bar so uh, his kids could sit down and do their lessons. So we were just hugely impressed at that kind of British or UK enterprise where people were, were hammering and putting in nails and setting things up. So they're actually making
1: proper classrooms. It was brilliant. So we'd love to see him. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio this afternoon. Throughout the show, show us your classrooms. <laughs>
2: Vale radio.
3: They asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
1: Hello to Dave uh, who's tweeted, uh, earlier on this afternoon I put up a picture on Twitter it's the obligatory shot of uh, a toddler getting in the way of of setting up a radio show from home and as ever when we share pictures from our home people always just go and look at things in the background and Dave is googling Selden Housekeeping Bacterial Cleaner uh, which is on the background of some, but bo- Dave, it's not even important. But go for it if you want. I don't know what you'll find. Do you know what
0: I've learned? I've learned the hard way with all that stuff. One thing uh, I took a photo of uh, my working setup here in in my eldest daughter's bedroom. Never have your screen open on your laptop because they'll superimpose anything. This lot, they've got the time on the hands and the technology. <laughs> Uh, talking about having kids knocking around today, obviously, uh, you know, working from home. And the weather's been nice as well, so we had a bit of time sat out in the back garden. And that should have been quite relaxing. But um, our youngest daughter, Thea, who's about 18 months old, has spent, and I'm, I kid you not, the entire morning in the garden, trying to eat all the daffodils. So she's been running from patch of them to patch of them, like chewing them. Uh, she's had them in her mouth. Like, I don't know if they're like that. I think they are they're not good to eat daffodils. Uh, so i have been running around after her, just telling her off, saying, don't do it, don't do it. She seems to be obsessed with them. And I know now that down the line, when she's older, uh, maybe she brings a boyfriend home or whatever, I'm going to bring up the fact that when she was a kid, she was obsessed with eating daffodils, because this is not the first time she's done it. And I just thought it might be an interesting phone to kick the show off this evening. Uh, it's what weird thing were you obsessed with eating when you were a
1: kid? Well, I've tried to help you out here. I've done a quick Google. Uh, can you eat daffodils? To confirm, all parts of the daffodil are toxic. Uh, can cause really? vomiting and diarrhoea. Yes, yeah. so it's a, it's a definite no, so wow. you were right to stop her.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's that
1: is unbelievable. There you go. Thank you, Catharine. So well done. Well, <laughs> well done on that one. Um, I will, uh, I will, I will share the pain with you and uh, tell the story of when my brother was little, really, really little, and it was memorably the first time that uh, my mum had gone out on a Saturday afternoon. It was my dad looking after just us boys, and yep. uh, my brother tried to start drinking some of his Aramis. Oh my word! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, my words. I can remember the hoo-ha that went on when that happened. And, of course, that was before mobile phones. So, wow. Wow. Well, I tell you what, if this lockdown carries on, we're probably not far off doing that. (laughs)
0: but uh you know there's there's a time and a place for everything so that's great i mean i I did encourage my younger brother simon to eat dirt when we were out in the yard one day as well so again that always gets brought up at family dues and everything so well this is the thing right if you've ever eaten anything weird and you've become a bit of a legend in your own family for it when you were a kid it might be a bit of coal if you're from like our parents generation or something like that don't have coal knocking around these days as much 8 12 15 to text the show we can tweet us at absolute radio what weird thing did you eat when you were a kid And to confirm,
1: don't eat daffodils and don't drink aramis. Duh, whatever.
2: (laughs) Absolute Radio.
3: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
1: Tuesday Stay at Home Time show. Bush and Ritchie, it's still the no-repeat guarantee. Nothing repeated while you listen at work, 9 to 5. Or maybe work is your home, home is your work, the boundaries are blurred. And speaking of which, uh,
0: having spent most of the morning chasing our 18-month-old daughter around the garden telling her to stop trying to eat daffodils, we want this from you guys this evening. What weird thing did you used to eat as a kid? Uh, Stu says a friend of mine used to eat earthworms. He says, I have to admit, I tried it once, just full of soil and a bit crunchy. I would say the soil being in there, Stu... Probably the least you worries.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit, a uh, little bit jungle, a little bit um, bush Tucker trial vibe. Uh, uh, James says I had a mate who used to eat opal fruits with the wrapper on because he said it made them last longer. That is weird. That was. That's like an old wives' tale. It's black
0: magic. That is. Uh, I'm going to throw my mum under the bus a little bit with this one as well. My mum told me that when she was a kid, growing up in the Norris Green area of Liverpool, uh, the kind of Las Vegas to the north. Uh, she used to uh, chisel chewing gum off the floor with a lolly stick and then eat it. Uh, that is honestly true. That's how Kids, if you're bored, right, at home at the moment, you think, oh, the Wi-Fi is a bit slow or whatever. That's what entertainment used to be like
1: in the 1950s. Give it a go. So you don't... <laughs> Don't realise how lucky you are. Eight, twelve, fifteen. To text us, tweet us at Absolute Radio. The strange things you used to eat as a kid on our Facebook page. Some brilliant stuff
0: coming in. Victoria Webster says my five-year-old is partial to gherkins. Do you know what I think gherkins get a bum rap? I think I absolutely love a gherkin, Richie. What's your view on a gherkin? I, I take them out of any food that it gets presented in. Oh, what a waste! Even a burger, you get rid of a gherkin. First thing that comes out. Actually, no. Second absolutely. behind onion. You're missing missing some of the best bits, Richie. Are oh, reminiscing <laughs> about burgers and being in restaurants, etc. <laughs> Uh, other stuff here I remember those Uh, Mary says raw sausages she used to eat raw sausages when she was a kid and then Rebecca
1: Munden Carter says on Facebook my three year old loves to eat lemons wow uh, those wow. taste buds will form in time. Uh, Lauren says, my 10-month-old has been trying to eat the basket lid from her spot the dog, lift the flap book. Today, she succeeded <laughs> in ripping it off entirely and shoving it in her mouth. Rocco's done exactly the same. Don't worry, I think that flap comes off everything. It's so tasty. How can they resist?
2: Absolute Radio. The hometime
3: Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
1: Uh, we got underway earlier by asking you to get in touch and show us your your homeschooling classrooms. It's something that a couple of you started to share towards the end of yesterday's show. It was lovely, so we really want to see uh, tweet us at absolute radio some of the little setups that you've got if you are homeschooling today uh, So Nick
0: Wilson has tweeted the show uh, he says he's homeschooling with his teaching assistant Stella, who, according to the foe, appears to be a canalaga. Thank you, Nick. You, you reprimand you <laughs> absolutely <laughs> reprobate. Uh, Janine says this is our classroom in brackets kitchen table both my sons hard at work on projects that they decided to do they are independently researching and writing them up
1: covering all aspects of the curriculum hashtag proud mum. Good work. I bet. And here's a little thing: if you are doing it, that you might want to add in later. Thanks to Alex, who's messaged us on Twitter. This is brilliant. He says on the topic of homeschooling. Last night, the International Space Station passed overhead, incredibly bright, and the same thing will happen again tonight at eight twenty-six. Great way to get kids to think about three astronauts. 250 miles up there. They've been up there together since at least September. That's amazing. There you go. The Hometime Show, music, bit of chat, education.
3: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: So we're staying at home like we were told to last night. The other thing that we were told last night on the telly was uh, that we're all allowed just that one trip out a day for a little bit of exercise, just that short bit of time outside to exercise. So uh, I went for mine this morning, took my little two-year-old son out for a, a little walk. Uh, beautiful day. Hope it has been where you are. About 15 minutes into the walk, I was going to walk along the river, feed some ducks, not see anybody doing that kind of activity. And uh, a bird pooped actually onto Rocco's head as we were walking along. Bird poop oh, wow. smack bang onto his head. What are the chances of that? that? Is that good luck though? That's a, That's a hell of a lot of good luck, isn't it? For, it actually is good luck. We've we've had a near miss once before for, but to actually hit it's meant to be good luck. So right now I'll definitely take that good luck. But When you're 10 minutes away from home and that happens, you haven't haven't brought any baby wipes out. Didn't feel lucky at the time. So absolutely scooted back as quickly as we could thinking, do not touch your head, man. Do not touch your head. That was how I spent my time out this morning. Did feel like a bit of an anticlimax. Hopefully uh, tomorrow's is, is less dramatic. We'd love to find out what you did with your allotted time out of the house today. Uh, for me, I've had a
0: little go in the back garden again. This is two days on the trot now with the penny floater football. It, it genuinely has changed my life. <laughs> There's you know something about this- one of those inflatable uh, garage four court twenty five p one pound fifty uh, footballs that you can get. They make you feel like you're
1: you suddenly Ronaldo. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Ronaldo. It's so hard to not be able to drive over yours and have a game with that penny floater in the back garden. All I'm consoling myself is, for a goalkeeper, they're a nightmare. They move everywhere. It moves
0: in the air. There's no two ways about it. It definitely moves in the air. That's how I've been spending my little allotted bit of free time.
1: So, look, tell us what you've done with yours. 8.12.15 to text us or tweet us at Absolute Radio. We've all got that one time out of the house today. What have you done with yours?
3: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Hometown Podcast
0: with Bush and Richie. Thank you to Jeremy, who's forwarded a tweet that says, "Remember to put your clocks back on Sunday, folks—an extra hour indoors." <laughs>
1: Yeah, look, we have got to stay at home, but we are all allowed that one little bit of exercise out and about, and I used mine this morning to go out for just a little walk along the river to feed the ducks. Unfortunately, some winged mammal that was already... uh, Can you get winged mammals? Not sure you can. A winged bird? Well, they're all winged. I'm not sure. I'm I'm never sure.
0: I'm not 100% sure with with mammals. I don't even really know what it is.
1: (laughs) There you go, kids being homeschooled. Me and you don't even know what a mammal is. (laughs) Yeah, tell us. 8, 12, 15. Good But something decided... It was going to poo on my toddler's head. So that's what happened for our time out today. Let us know what you did with your time outside today. 8.12.15 to text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. I must admit, a lot of the tweets that are coming in so far are similar to this. Uh, Susan's saying, bless him, but what a cruel dad for taking a photo before you cleaned him up. Susan I hadn't taken any wipes out with me whatsoever. Uh, Ospreys44 on Twitter says look on the bright side at least whatever it was didn't steal his lunch and Ian says 15 million quid on Lotto tonight quick go and get yourself a lucky dip you know there's a bit of luck involved there for sure
0: I mean I just want to salute the guy that was um, making his son run up and down and do interval bursts of running on our road a little bit earlier on as well because I think parents are having to get slightly creative with PE lessons
3: if you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Love this text in from Roger. Uh, 8.12.15 to text the show. Uh, Hi, Bush and Richie. Totally unrelated, but Richie's story about the bird poo reminded me of when a bird pooed in the footballer Ashley Young's mouth during a game. Do you remember that? Honestly, I think everyone's got like a YouTube thing that they go to when they're a bit bored and think, "Oh, I'll watch that again." I must have watched that about twenty-five times. He's just running like from left-back position in the middle of a match. I think it's like, is it a Man United game? He's it is a Man along, United game. Mouth slightly open, and a, a a bird just
1: poos from nowhere straight into his mouth.
0: Never seen anything like it.
1: Cheer yourself up with that if you're missing football right now. Ryan in says rookie mistake leaving the house without baby wipes. Fair point. It's,
0: it's a really good point. I'm very surprised at you for that, Richie. Very surprised.
1: A little bit of blasé parenting. Look, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, and That's then no, no, no name attached to this, but with my allotted time out today, says so this texter, uh, I went to do some jobs uh, at my local bank quickly with our three-year-old in tow. She went a bit red in the face, then ran off quickly to reveal a huge poo on the floor so apologies to everyone at the yorkshire building society in whitby (laughs) do you
0: know what? i did the exact same thing at
1: hsbc so whilst we're on (laughs) i should apologize to them as well (laughs) laura in charlbury said bouncing balls in time while dancing to absolute 80s was my exercise today Uh, fun brain and motor skills and keeping fit you can listen to this home time show on any of the absolute radio stations laura going with her 80s vibe
0: uh, Michael in Torpoint Point in Cornwall says, guys, today I went for a walk to the post office, then to the shop. Uh, no bread on the shelf, but a bit further along, check this out, I discovered a cache of ready-made sandwiches. Hundreds of them. Now I've got lunch for the rest of the week sorted. Just have to <laughs> watch the dates. That keeps it interesting. <laughs> Little game of brinkmanship there.
1: Uh, no name attached to this disastrous timeout today, but they say, uh, I hurt myself uh, crossing over the road. Fell over in the middle of the road as I tripped wow. over fresh air. Smashed my right knee down, twisted my left ankle. I can feel it swelling, but I don't want to take my boot off in case I can't get it back on. That's up there with my, uh, up there with my trip out and the bird poo on the head. Your day's
0: going pretty bad when you have that kind of situation happen to you. Uh, James in Devon has been on to say my lot of time out. I'm a retained stroke encore firefighter and as we can't use the gyms on station due to the spread of germs and sweat, etc. I went for a nice run in the sun. Midway through, would you believe it, my fire pager went off and I had to sprint to the fire station. Needless to say, I was out of breath and dripping with sweat on arrival. It must have been like some kind of Diet Coke
1: advert from the 90s. As long as you're there with your hose, James, I don't mind if you're dripping with sweat. Uh, Beg your pardon? (laughs) (laughs) What's going
0: on over there in that that house of yours, Richie?
2: Absolute Radio.
0: The Home Time Podcast
3: with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
0: We may all be working from home, but hopefully it's business as usual tonight on the Hometime Show on this Tuesday evening. Good to have you with us. Christine tweets to say, "Uh, my hubby's working from home in the spare room next door. Should I still expect the usual, I'm just leaving the office text? I reckon you do it. Just just carry on as normal. That's what this whole show's about. (laughs)
1: And earlier, speaking of carrying on as normal, you and I were getting a little bit confused about mammals and what they were. Hey, look, this is the time of home education. Miss Dixon, a biology teacher, says mammals have hair and give birth to live young and produce milk from mammary glands, hence the name mammals. The only flying mammals are bats. Birds are a different group of vertebrate animals with backbones. So now we know. I still haven't got a clue. I'll be honest with you. I
0: appreciate the text and tweeting that. Still haven't got a clue. The Hometime
3: Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: We may both be in our child's bedrooms at home, but one thing never changes. It's the Tuesday Tombola. <laughs>
0: Huge respect at this point in the show to our producer, Adem, who had to take the gold tombola all the way home from work earlier on today so that we could do this feature. He must have looked all right, so-and-so. He's probably been in the background of some kind of news report as well because they've got cameras out there, seeing what central London's like whilst the lockdown's going on. Some bald bloke in the background carrying a tombola with him. Uh, so, <laughs> producer Adem, I, I believe, is, is uh, can actually speak to us from his flat as we speak. He's got the tombola there in his bedroom. Is that right, producer Adem? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's really not the smallest of
0: things as it's carryover. It's massive. It's huge. We appreciate. We appreciate what you've done for us, and for, just for the show. And I'm sure the listeners to Home Time appreciate the sacrifice you've made. It means,
1: though, that we can have a Tom Bola spin tonight on the show. Now, what is producer Adem's spin like? I obviously I've got a, I've got a pretty good spin. I reckon if you did it, Bush, you'd have a pretty good spin as well. Thank but you. what is? What is a Dems like? We're about to find out. Right, let's get a little rating system on a one out of ten from you after this. <laughs> out of ten, I'd say that's, that's a limp three. A three? I, I'm going to go
0: two or a three. A little bit angry, but didn't really have the. I don't I didn't really follow through <laughs> with it, properly.
1: <laughs> Very right. tame. P- pull a ball out. <laughs> right. It is ball number 89. Okay. Ball number Ooh. 89. Right, okay. Number 89, locked out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have not you ever th-
1: been locked out? Not something that you would want to be happening right now, but um, but yes, in, in normal times, it's still a dramatic thing. Have you ever been locked out? Where from? What happened? How did you get in? Did you get in? So many questions. And uh, not only that, uh, maybe you're one of those
0: people and this almost gives me a panic attack even thinking about it you know, one of those people that's got the keys to an entire shop. You remember when shops and stuff used to be open and were, were actually <laughs> yes. a thing? If you were the person who had to lock it, lock up or unlock for people uh, and you might have staff waiting to get in in the morning if you've had a nightmare with keys in any way shape or form, we want to hear from you tonight you can text the show 81215 or drop us a tweet at Absolute Radio it's the Tuesday Tombola we're asking you, have you ever been locked out?
2: They
3: asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
1: The Tuesday Tombola has been spun, or do we call it the Tooting Tombola, being that it's been taken to our producer at Dem's bedroom in Tooting, this whole show coming from home from our, our little team of three. Uh, but I actually think de- the uh, Tooting Tombola is our producer Adem's nickname on Snapchat.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's on a few of those sites. Uh, but, hey, look... Is. It's been spun and it's after your stories of, <laughs> of being locked out. Uh, it's a bad thing to happen at any time. But right now, when we're all meant to stay at home, being locked out, very bad. 8-12-15 for your stories or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, so I got locked out
0: of the hotel I was staying in after we went to the ARIA Awards about a month or so ago. Do you remember we went to that awards ceremony and obviously you and I both stayed in hotels because yep. we were covering the breakfast show and had to be up dead early the next morning. Whole hotel completely locked when I got back to it. I had to rattle on the door and get the janitor who looked like... You know when uh, Eric Morecambe dressed as a janitor in Morecambe and Wise? So I'd get him let me into my room. I've, I've never been more scared in my entire
1: life. <laughs> I do remember Terrified. as a kid getting back home from school and realising that I had not taken my house keys with me that day. Uh, but I was a little bit more svelte back in the day and I was able to uh, get in through the lounge window at the front like a little... Little up a bit to, to get a slender arm down and open another window and get in. Uh, I remember that being locked out, but specifically about 2 weeks later, <laughs> mum and dad started to get double glazed windows. I think I think my uh, my thieving my way in uh, alerted them to uh, a security breach. Do you, if you were able to break into your own house, I think that's, that would would signal some quite sizable alarms
0: for me. Do you know what I mean if you break into your own house? <laughs> it definitely set you know I mean? bells going for them. Do do us a favour. Everyone's going to be at home over the next few weeks. It's time to you know double-check that everything's OK and you've got time to test security systems. Do us a favour. Try and break into your own house. See how you get on.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: If you insist on listening
3: to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast
0: with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, and I forgot to mention earlier on, I cannot believe this, I forgot to mention it, bearing in mind it's traumatised me to this day. My very first driving test in Newton Abbot in South Devon, sat in the car with my instructor and he's like, right, you ready to do this? As we were sat in the car park of the test centre, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Got out, clicked the button down on the door, slammed it shut, jun, 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 locked the keys in the car. And we had to get the car out Kid you not We had to get a coat hanger From the test centre And get the car open With the old coat hanger Through the
1: door thing I was an absolute mess afterwards And of course Failed my test So it wasn't actually The fact that you locked yourself out That was the uh, the major fault then (laughs) No it was just one of many He wasn't impressed The examiner was stood there With his clipboard you look like Dennis Norton. Uh, Emma in Surrey says, "As a kid, my mum would regularly lock us out. She kept the tiny little kitchen window open for the cat and for me. A leg up, and in I had to go. So that was the system to be locked out. Well, I, I like the idea though, parentally, to occasionally
0: throw a lockout in there just to test the ingenuity of your children. <laughs> Keeps them on the toes, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> it
2: does." <laughs> Radio,
3: The hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
1: Three-year-old daughter locked herself in car with keys. <sighs> oh my word, that's like one of my worst nightmares. How do you communicate with them to get the door back open? I know. I mean, you'd have to smash the window, hoping that you don't smash glass over them. It's a nightmare. Uh, and then this one here. My husband was locked out after a night at the pub. After failing to attract my attention by knocking on the door and calling my mobile, I was asleep, he got a ladder from the back garden and climbed in through the open bedroom window, called out to me as he got through the window, afraid I would think he was an intruder, and push him off the ladder. I never even woke up. So, <laughs> it's
0: Rachel in High yeah, I love that. I imagine that there's definitely a high chance of getting stopped by the police for that. Good g- g- constant after ball. Uh, Gordy says, uh, Gordy, who works with us, by the way, I should obviously uh, preface that with him. Uh, he says, I forgot to put the bins out one day, saw the truck coming, so ran outside and up the driveway with the wheelie bin. The refuse collection operative tutted at me and said, come on, as the truck waited for me and my bin. Uh, As he returned with the empty bin, I said to him, Sorry, thanks for waiting. If it makes you feel any better, the front door is just closed behind me and I don't have my keys or phone with me. I'm locked out. Over a year later, I went to collect my empty bin as they passed and they yelled at me, I hope you got your keys this time. Bin men never forget, do they? They never forget. Thank you, Gordy. Brilliant. Final song on tonight's Hometime Show, a Stay At Home Show, and it's going to be Stay At Home for some time, but hey, we're all in it together. We appreciate your texts and tweets tonight, and yeah, keep them coming in. Even when we're not on air, we love hearing from you. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio.
1: Look, it's different times for all of us. I I like to think I'm generally a positive man, and one of the positives I have realised is that once this here Hometime Show finishes, in but minutes, the laptop gets powered down, and rather than a tube and a train journey home... It's just walking downstairs. It's fantastic.
0: It's good, isn't it? It's brilliant. I, I don't miss the train trips, particularly the last couple of weeks where I've been breathing through my scarf like, uh, <laughs> you know,
1: Dustin Hoffman in Outbreak. <laughs> at, least, at least probably in this situation, you do know what you're having for dinner tonight because it always, it always frustrates me how when I ask you what is, what is for tea tonight, you never know. But being that you are actually in your house, surely in this situation you do have some kind of idea what you're eating. No,
0: I've got no idea. I've no idea. I'll just have to see what happens. I know that absolutely <laughs> freaks you out. It's weird, isn't it? The way that. Couldn't live I like lived... that, man. Couldn't live like that. I know back in the day with trains and stuff as well, I, I would just go to the train station and just see when the next train was. So that freaks you out as well, doesn't it?
1: It does. I've got, I've got to know what's going on. Tuna Napolitana for me tonight. Oh, someone's doing all right for themselves, eh? <laughs> it's a tuna pasta bake. Living the dream. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
3: they asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
1: Uh, I didn't sleep very well last night. I need to share with you all just, uh, I just found yesterday evening all a little bit dramatic, so difficult to drop off. I'm not sure I'm going to find uh, tonight easy to sleep again, because I don't know about you Bush, I've still got permeated into my imagination uh, the image of producer them lying on his bed uh, with his microphone provocatively draped in front of him like a bauble off a tree.
0: Do you know the other thing in my head when he was talking about that earlier on and, and I'm like you I don't know if I'm going to sleep this evening was you know when a dog lies on its back with its legs akimbo and you can pull him around like, as a family trick you pull him around in front of the uh, in front of the telly on his back.
1: Yeah. That's what I imagine Adam
0: yeah. like. I'm glad, I'm glad that no like... one's asked what I'm wearing as well. I don't want to know.
1: No idea and don't tell us uh, please get Huge Davis.
0: You've reached the end of the Hometime Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real life person. Or we'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.